Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Wednesday, July 21st, 2021, and this is day 1230 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and praise you and glorify you. Thank you so much, my Lord, for keeping your hedge of protection all around us all day and all night. Thank you, Father, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. Today's message is say the word. Just say the word. That's it. Say the word of God. Speak it by faith. Whatever that is, just say the word. We're going to be coming out of Luke chapter 7, verses 1 through 10. Luke 7, 1 through 10. And it says, When Jesus had finished saying all this to the people who were listening, he entered Capernaum. There a centurion's servant, whom his master valued highly, was sick and about to die. The centurion heard of Jesus and sent some elders of the Jews to him, asking him to come and heal his servant. When they came to Jesus, they pleaded earnestly with him, this man deserves to have you to do this because he loves our nation and has built our synagogue So Jesus went with them. So this was a man that had already been doing good unto others, not just to get something in return, but just out of the kindness of his heart. So he sent them to ask Jesus to help with his servant. He cared so much about his servant that he sent for Jesus. He was not far from the house when the centurion sent friends to say to him, Lord, don't trouble yourself, for I do not deserve to have you come under my roof. That is why I did not even consider myself worthy to come to you. But say the word, and my servant will be healed. For I myself am a man under authority with soldiers under me. I tell this one go and he goes and and that one come and he comes. I say to my servant, do this and he does it. He's saying, I am merely a man, a human. I am not worthy to come to you. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed at him. And turning to the crowd following him, he said, I tell you, I have not found such great faith even in Israel. Then the men who had been sent returned to the house and found the servant well. Glory to God. This is so beautiful. Listen, Proverbs chapter 18, 21 says, The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. When you love the word of God, 
when you love life and you're speaking life, you will then uh, enjoy the fruit of what comes from speaking life. Oh, glory to God. Point number one, what do you say about the troubling situation you're in? What do you think about the situation? What a man thinketh, so is he, right? My nephew told us about a man who had been on life support for over a month, and the family decided to pull the plug. And it was really hard, a hard decision. And they just had gotten to the point where, you know, they were just ready to not have their loved one have to suffer anymore. Uh, and, And they were just like a vegetable. And that very day, my nephew was going to go to see them. He went in uh, and he noticed that the people were excited and smiling and and full of joy. And and he was like, what what's going on? He, he just knew that, you know, they were preparing to bury the man and their loved family member. And and they said he woke up. <laughs> he's up and he's well. And my nephew, when my nephew saw that, it it just was so encouraging. And uh, you know how their love just exuded over everybody because of what had happened in their midst. How I know it was a God thing. <laughs> I know totally it was a God thing, and that's exactly what God will do whatever he chooses to do. But we need to have faith in him and say, whatever your will is, Lord, so be it. But I just know that you are such a loving God. Lord, I just thank you so much for healing, for deliverance, uh, for provision, whatever it is that you're asking him for. Mm. I would imagine that many came to know Jesus Christ after that. <laughs> also, I would imagine that many who were lacking faith were recharged, right? That day. Do you need to be recharged? Um, if your faith is, if, if you have, uh, your, if your faith is like a little watered down right now, maybe it was super strong before and, and things have happened and you've gotten so consumed by things around you, which the Lord doesn't want us to do that. He, he doesn't want us to be consumed, but yet we should be concerned, but not allow it to take over our lives. We need to take heed to the example of the Roman centurion who was a Gentile Gentile who had not been brought up to know a loving God. And but yet he knew after hearing about Jesus, oh, he knew he was the real deal and he knew that he could heal his servant. Point number two, when going through various trials, we might think I need this person or that person who can pray here with me, or you may be a leader in Christ, and you may uh, feel bad because you're not able to get to the person who needs you. Just as Jesus, uh, just as the centurion, uh, uh, and, and just as the word of Jesus Christ Uh, came to him, or he sent, just said, say the word. You don't have to come. 
I'm unworthy of your presence. This is what he said. And when Jesus heard that, he was amazed. He said, I tell you, I have not found such great faith even in Israel. That's what Jesus will say about you based upon your faith in him. And you know, it, it was nothing even said about the man is healed now. There was nothing uh, that was said because of, of, you know, you sending for me, uh, I'm going to heal him. Jesus noticed his great faith. And that's what he sees in us. You know, our un, you know, we're unmovable is yesterday's message, unshakable, um, that we believe that whatever it is, we believe Christ is going to take care of it. And, and so when we believe that, we continue doing what we're supposed to be doing. We don't stop and, and, and just, just lay out and until it's done days and days. We continue doing uh, as though it has been taken care of. That that's that faith now taking it to that next level. Like yeah, I know that this is going on, but I need to still get up and preach. I need to still teach Sunday school. I don't I don't need to lay in the bed and and fall into depression as Satan wants me to do uh, until it's done. I need to have faith and believe it's done, and that and that means I'm going to continue fulfilling my purpose. Jesus had no need to go there because the man's great faith. We all need the just say the word kind of faith. Here's what strengthens uh, our faith. Hearing God's word over and over and over again. Reading the word of God out loud. That's one of the things I learned from my mom. Reading it out loud, getting it into your ear gate and you're hearing yet again, right? Praying. Uh, spend time with God daily. Put him first. I mean, you know, the most important things in our life should always come first. And Jesus is, and, and he's the one that equips us to go forth uh, to do everything that he would have us to do. So make him first. Rub shoulders with other believers regularly and watch your faith grow. I'll never forget early on in my marriage, one of the things that I always said to myself before I got married that I will never get a divorce because I knew how hard divorce was on the children because I, as the oldest of five, went through that. Uh, my all, all my siblings did when my parents divorced. And, and it was really hard because it just threw us into poverty uh, at that time when my father uh, moved on and chose to to not support us at all financially. And so my mom uh, worked two jobs to do that. And uh, I just was, it was a struggle. And I felt so bad for my mom uh, trying to uh, raise us. But we didn't know Jesus then, but God, God was still with us. You know, it. <laughs> he knew we were going to come to know him. Uh, and he gave us such mercy and grace and so much love. And so I knew that the root cause of all of that was divorce. And so it, when I met my high school sweetheart and 
We married at the age of 19, had our first child at 20. And I just, and we had two other precious children. You know, by the time I was um, 25, we had our three children. And, you know, I got married, I mean, I got saved uh, in my early 20s. My husband did too. Uh, We both uh, served the Lord. He chose not to go to church on a regular basis. He may have gone once or twice a year for the first 27 years of our mayor of, of me being in the church, I'll say. And he, uh, and then, so that created this division and what we, you know, the things that were important to us, uh, our marriage, we loved each other dearly. And, and that was always important. But we were divided, you know, on many other things to the point of where I just began to think, I don't want to live like this anymore. (laughs) He's going one direction when it comes to the Lord. I'm going another. He's still partying and I'm not. He's still hanging out with his friends that are out there in the world. and, and, And I'm hanging out with believers and we're clashing when it comes to those things. And I'm like, Lord, I just can't take this anymore. And we would just battle, you know, uh, and in between those times, you know, trying to keep our marriage intact. And I'll never forget the Lord bringing that back to my remembrance. This, I would not have you to get a divorce. And remember your words, remember your promises. And I'll never forget telling my friend that I am just fed up. I can't do it anymore. And I'm going to get a divorce. And she said, Jackie, if he wants counseling, would you reconsider? I said, absolutely. But he's, I've asked him many times and he didn't want counseling. And she said, well, if you say something when you go talk to him tonight, and if he does want counseling, Please call me and George. This was Trudy and George. And I said, okay, because, and they were counselors. And so when I went home and I talked to my husband and he said, yes, I would like to have counseling. I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> and so I called them. They came over in this case. And immediately after just having one conversation, and the one thing they asked us was, Gary, what do you love about Jackie? What drew you to her? And then they asked the same of me about him. And at that point, it was just like this restoration that God created. And the faith, first of all, of my friends, their faith, oh, glory to God, brought us and helped us to be stronger together And from that point on, we did not have (laughs) any more counseling. (laughs) We just needed that kind of guidance, that kind of faith. And my faith was strengthened in the Lord. And from that point on, I never mentioned divorce again. And I just began to do exactly what God said. And that was his word. He said, treat him as the man of God, as you uh, imagine him to be, and speak life and not death. And don't think you have to have the last word all the time. Oh, a soft answer turns away wrath. Remember these things. (laughs) And so I did. 
And it wasn't all, you know, it didn't happen overnight. I'm just going to be honest. (laughs) But God worked that thing out. And we are, over the last, I would say, eight years or so, been uh, ministering together. Uh, All the things I've always wanted, just serving the Lord together, one, you know, on the same uh, platform and helping others and doing whatever it is that God called us to do. God will do it. We just need to say, ask God to say the word. And it is done. And God is saying to us, have faith in me. Trust me. And you say the word of God and believe in the word of God. And he will do what he promised he will do. Oh, glory to God. And this is the number one gift we could ever receive. And that is to accept him is our Savior and Lord. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is the ultimate, to be with Jesus for eternity. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus' name. Amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.